0: Uh, I had also bought the book on audio so that when she needed to have me take a spell of driving instead of her reading, because she needed to sleep at that point, um, we popped in the disc and listened to Jim Dale do it. And uh, so I got to compete with Jim Dale's performance. But I think I held up rather well. I think that I actually read Hermione's dialogue better than he did. Because when he's doing, you know, this is one of those little quirks, he's a brilliant reader, he's a wonderful reader, one of the best there is. But he has this British accent thing with his Rs and when he's reading women, he does this little trailing off thing with his voice so that whenever Hermione says, Harry, Harry, he reads it as, Harry, Harry. And it's just funny. It just We just laugh because it sounds like baby talk. So it's just one of those things that re- readers have quirks, and, and that makes a difference. But sometimes it brings it to life. I love listening to nonfiction. I, Mayflower, I listen to.
1: Now, Scott, you're, you're a fan of audiobooks in, in a more general sense, not only your own, right? I, I always have an audio. An audio book or
0: two in the car in case I'm trapped somewhere uh, or have to drive somewhere. I, I listen to audio books uh, by preference. I mean, I have XM radio. It's not like I have nothing else to listen to. And sometimes when I'm really desperate, I will listen to XM radio. But what I'm listening to most of the time— I'm teasing. Uh, what I'm listening to most of the time is is uh, the uh, the audio book jour that I'm that I'm following as
1: I drive along. Do you have any favorite uh, genres or authors?
0: Mystery works great. Uh, and and I you know I'm always I buy Sue Grafton. Uh, in audio every time. I, I actually recently bought the entire whatever's available of Nero Wolf uh, on CD because the mysteries are fairly short, so you complete it within a reasonable amount of time uh, listening to it, uh, and it reads really well. It's first-person narration. That's one of the best things is, is many mysteries are first-person, and that that works exceptionally well uh, for audio.
2: If I can go back to something Scott said a minute ago sure. about uh, audio being the way people got books in earlier years, actually, audio precedes writing. I mean, Homer recited his stories of Troy to people. He didn't write them down. The stories weren't written down for centuries. Audio uh, storytelling is what people did originally. They spoke their stories to an audience where they were face-to-face with them. With modern electronics, the spoken word can go out to millions of people. And it's, it's really a reversion to a much older and, in a way, much uh, more noble uh, form of telling stories.
0: Well, when somebody, when somebody reads it aloud, you can hear the music of the language. But the music of the language is still there. What I loved was uh, not too long ago I read... Uh, in a book, in a magazine, Uh, the the reports on research into how the brain processes what we hear, I mean, what we read. When we read words on the page, we process it through the auditory processes of the brain. Even though we're seeing it with our eyes, we're not processing it like vision. I mean, we do, we process it in order to, to decipher, but we turn it into spoken language in our heads. And even though we aren't conscious of hearing a voice, We've all had the experience when we're reading along and somebody has written a particularly awkward sentence, which, of course, Ben and I never do. But uh, something where it has an unpronounceable combination of of letters, or you come to a name that you can't pronounce. You stumble as surely as if you were trying to read it aloud. Now, most of us don't actually move our lips when we read anymore. But nevertheless, we hear the music of the language. It has an effect on us. And the cadences, alliteration when it's well handled, uh, just the combination of vowels, all of the, the music makes a huge difference.
1: I think you could actually make an argument that listening to a book is a more valid experience than reading it. And uh, in my experience as an audiobook narrator and producer, I find that the best writers are those who uh, write stories that are character-based and that have a spoken component that. That is natural and that flows uh, and that you can 't really pick up uh, when you 're reading it to yourself unless you do move your lips <laughs> yeah well and, and here's
0: one uh, one of the funny advantages I think to to us writers is only when it 's on audio do they actually hear the book exactly as we wrote it, because when people are reading the book to themselves, they skip they Cut to the good parts. Their eye, you know, they turn a page and their eye gets caught by something other than the first line on the page, and and they jump around and they miss stuff. Uh, but and, and you know, if they're getting a little bored with a passage, they might skip over it. We know they need to read it in order to understand what's coming on later. They don't know they need to read it, but in the audio, you get every word. I'm so glad that I listened to uh, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. Or did I get that? Or is it Mr. Norrell and Jonathan?